The following podcast contains strong language and is suggested for a mature audience. Do you like my uh, mug, which is from an old game studio that I used to work? They were very friendly and gave me a mug with my name on it. Um, But then they were a terrible, horrible game studio to work for. Uh, So... Oh! But I kept the mug. Oh, I... now, you, now, obviously, we've never named that game studio on the air, and we won't. No. But I thought it was a different one to that. Did so you really? I thought it was the one based in Newcastle. Um, not that one. Newcastle? I don't know what you mean, Newcastle. Mm. Uh, I'll I'll say the name, but it's not this studio. Well, no, it was them, and they were terrible. Yeah, well, the one that I thought you worked for that was terrible, but they actually aren't, is uh, Ubisoft. You know the studio that make Just Dance? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're based in Newcastle. I thought I thought that was the company, but evidently not. So good on them. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing now. Is Just Dance still a thing? Um, I don't know, because the kids at school were really into it in probably 2019, and then I don't know if nothing's happened since because I think they were bringing them out like every year or something stupid. Um, but they've not been into it since like 2019, so... Yeah, like back in the Wii era, it used to be every year you'd have a new mm. Just Dance game. But um, yeah, whatever happens to those guys, who knows. But either way, as far as we're aware, good studio. Probably have their own problems, but we're not aware <laughs> of them. But yeah, there we go. Um, and I've, I've actually got some news, speaking of companies that have given you a personalised mug. Oh, do tell me. Okay, cool. So, t- this episode comes out on Wednesday the 15th of September, yeah? Yeah. And t- today, on Wednesday the 15th of September, I handed in my notice <gasps> uh, for my job that I've been at for 11 years. Oh, I am so pleased for you. What are you going to do? What am I going to do afterwards? Well, yeah. I don't really want to. I'm right. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut this. But yeah, that's I, that just cool. brought it up. I thought I was thinking like, oh, am I gonna have to shoehorn that in? But I was just like, no, that came up quite naturally. That's weird. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, hello everybody. Welcome to Off the Chest with Josh and Beth. I'm Josh. I'm Beth. And, uh, well, we've had some big revelations so far in this episode, haven't we? We have. It's been wonderful. Oh, dear. Um, oh yeah. al- also, um, I'm, I'm saying this on podcast because it's nice. It's like life news. But also, can you please send me your um, address in a message? Because <gasps> our save the I dates... I think I know what this is. Our save the dates are coming through soon. So, um, hey, yeah, there we go. Yeah. We, we've got it sorted because we realised... Well, we kept being like, okay, no, it's a, the wedding's ages away. Like, one of my best friends got married on September 3rd. And um, it was mm. all, and me and her got engaged at the same time. So it was kind of like, oh, well, both our weddings are ages away. And then yours is first anyway. So we've got to get yours out the way. And hers is done now. So now it's like, oh, <laughs> where next? So, um, yeah, so we've decided we should probably do something wedding-y. Yeah. So um so we like thought... a like a wedding for example, but yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll send that over to you there. Yeah. Um we we still want to do a Vegas wedding, which obviously is still a bit of a problem at the moment, yeah. but uh we 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 anticipated a long engagement anyway, like um Charlotte's cousins, they were engaged for 13 years before they finally got married. Wow. Um, I'm not going to say it's that long, but we we're, we're anticipating a longer engagement than uh 
than what one would typically have there. But uh, yeah, that's fair. That's uh, just what it is. But yeah, that's good. Is it next year? I assume. Yes, uh, next October. So we Ooh. we planned on getting the actual invites out in like January, and we were sort of like, okay, if the invites are going out in January, we probably should have had to say the dates out before now, but we'll just ignore that and send them out. Yeah. Because we thought, oh, we well, could wait till the invites, but then people are more likely to have plans because it's less than a year. So we thought we'd best get in there. Yeah. Well, it's just like with that as well. We've like wedding planning in general. Odds are, I mean, hopefully most people will only ever have one wedding to organise. So it's not something yeah. that you can get really good at, you know, sort of wedding yeah. planning. Which is sort of why the whole wedding planning industry exists, to be fair. But there you go. Yeah, you just kind of like, it, it's really bizarre. It's like you make this decision. Obviously, you'll know this as well. You make this decision as a couple and then it's sort of like you have to plan this really big, expensive party to celebrate that decision. And it's really bizarre. And then mm. there's, there's certain ways that everyone plans this party. And everyone, every other adult who's married has done this pl- party planning before you. They've all had this big, expensive party. And you've got to plan a big, expensive party that's as good as theirs, in in theory better. <laughs> and yeah. you've you've got to do it in a way that's going to be amazing and that you're going to have a great day. And it's just a lot of pressure and a lot of adulting. And no one prepares... People say, like, oh, it's yeah, it's really stressful and stuff. And it isn't even that it's stressful. It's just that it's a really bizarre concept. You're planning this party because of a decision. And really, all you want to do is just get married and be happy. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's sort of like... <clears throat> the way I see it is... And obviously, everyone's got their own different philosophy on weddings and stuff like that. But as long as it's me, Charlotte, and, you know, an Elvis impersonator saying, <laughs> do, you take, do you take this lady to be your wife... That's a terrible. That sounds so good. That sounds do, so good. I can though. do. I can do so much better than that. But anyway, <laughs> um, as long as as long as we got those three elements, that's absolutely fine. It's just we have to have a party for the family, like yeah. and friends, because yeah. otherwise um, they'll kill us. <laughs> yeah, basically. Can you imagine that we just elope? That's it, and we we just and my nan will throttle me. That'll be <laughs> terrible. How could you do this to your family, throttle. Josh? That's what you get. How could you know, be so know, selfish? It's just like, I'm getting married anyway. Statistically, that doesn't work out for this family, so... <laughs> thank, count your cards. Oh, you lucky stars, even. Count your cards. I mean, that's too if you're going to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. If you... Um, if, well, obviously, when you, when you go to Vegas, uh, please record it, because I really want to see you get married in, in front of... Uh, um, an Elvis impersonator. I just want to see that whole exchange. It'll be amazing and wonderful. Oh yeah, we're gonna do that, and that's we're gonna get it on like a, D- uh, a DVD. <laughs> I'm so old. We're gonna get it on some a sort video of format where we can play it back. We're gonna get it on Betamax, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we're gonna just play it at the wedding, uh, at the uh, at the party reception, whatever yeah. we want to call it. But uh, back home for everyone, because obviously. We we wouldn't expect anybody to fly out to Vegas for our. Uh, union, uh, you know, but whatever, whatever. Yours is yours is closer to home, I assume. Is it within the vicinity yeah. of Leeds? Yeah, mine's like um, half an hour from my house, so it's it's real close. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Man, big life stuff. Now what? Weird, uh, weird opener. Um, do we have to line it up? I was say it's stuff. Ahead. It's stuff that we go through, though, and it's stuff that the people listening to us will also go through. And it's nice to kind of, I think as well, it's it's nice because you do it when you go into sort of like getting married. 
you've you've had you've watched these programs like Don't Tell the Bride and stuff like that, and everything just sort of like is stressful but happens and is wonderful, and it's kind of like you're thrown into that of like plan this thing, do this step in your life which is really adult, and it's nice to just be like, do you know what? We don't know what we're doing. We just sort of like I'm waiting for someone to tell me that I have to do something with my wedding, other than what I've done, because yeah, until someone says you should be doing this now, I won't do anything. So it's it's nice to kind of know that we we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, well, I mean that's sort of yeah the crux of the whole wedding planner uh, profession, for lack of a better term. But yeah, there we go. But um, but what millennial can can afford a wedding planner? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> It's some guy called Doug who swears he can do it. No, it'll probably be like uh, some... I imagine there's some like Etsy, craftsy, mumsy blogger who think they can do wedding planning for Yeah, who really enjoyed planning their wedding. Mm. And it's just like, well, you got the divorce, so (laughs) what's left? (laughs) Let me give you another wedding to plan. Yeah, that was a very broad stereotype of uh, mummy bloggers who I don't even think they're a thing anymore, to be honest with you. But there we go. Like mum's net, that kind of area. Yeah, yeah, that kind of yeah. stuff. Dude, when was like blogs? I'm glad they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you think it, blogs? I don't think it does oh. anymore. But my Instagram, like, because um, when you have like a like a professional Instagram, you have to obviously say like what you are. And mm. I originally had it as personal blog because I was like, well, I don't literally go and write a blog on WordPress, but I'm essentially just being like, this is my life. So here, enjoy it on the internet. So I feel like that's kind of taken over what a blog is. Like, I don't, I don't want to go and like read someone, read someone's blog because I'd rather just realistically in this day and age, I would rather have that information given to me like while I'm doing something else or just, I, w- I don't want to sit there and read it which is yeah. really bad, but there's a lot, I only have a certain amount of time to read and I like to put that into like either the reading I'm doing for university or reading that's just like fiction and can take me somewhere somewhere exciting. Um, yeah. So I do. So I had for a little bit personal blog and I thought kind of that kind of like was the new version of blogging in a way, but, um, but I think I've changed it digital creator. But, but yeah, yeah, that's me. That's my just critical can't. analysis on blogging. Yeah, well, I just think it sucks. that's it i think right here's here's the thing right because i i do enjoy blogs but i enjoyed them probably about 15 years ago and usually when it was like uh, you were reading a web comic and they had a blog post about you know the convention they did that weekend and i would be enthralled by that but if you're if you're creating something so like you know you do your uh, blog about cosplay and your life but you also do the cosplay as the main thing Mm -hmm. like as a supplement to something, that's great. But as just a blogger, that's weird. That's very weird. I did actually try blogging once um, when I was probably twenty-one-ish. Um, mm. I tried like doing a blog, and I was just like, "I've got nothing to talk about. This is re- I've got stuff to talk about, but not you know, two two word document like sheets. I don't have that much to talk about." Like I've I can yeah. I can condense what I want to say to you, which is why I think doing it in the form of like an Instagram um like post is is much easier not easier but much much uh, more efficient digestible. So yeah, I, I yeah. So I, I think I basically when I wrote a blog when I was like twenty one, I think I did one about Christmas gift ideas for preteens because I I got <laughs> my cousin something. Yeah. 
and that and that was it that was all I did and I was like okay I don't know what else I'm supposed to write here <laughs> yeah I mean it's just yeah I mean if you can chat ish then you know you could you're absolutely fine but if you can put that into words but yeah i can't do that you know what i mean it's weird it's weird but yeah. anyway speaking of uh talking that ish um what media have you been consuming this week discuss and review um watching a lot of the office um i oh, watched oh yeah, i forgot you're on that you you you'll probably have an opinion on this we watched Candyman for the first time <laughs> Beth, what? You know the rule with me and horror. What? I don't go near the stuff. Okay, yeah. Well, I've heard it's. I've heard the new Candyman's really good uh, from people at work. It's the original one. We'd not watched it before. Um, oh right, okay. That was from the nineties or late eighties, wasn't it? If memory serves. I think it was nineties, but it looked like it was in like the seventies or something ridiculous. But <laughs> <laughs> that's the budget. That's a yeah. That's a choice. But like, and I mean, the interesting fact is when I was watching it, is I'm sure I've read that the um, the guy who played like the Candyman essentially, I think he got paid an extra, and I want to say ten thousand dollars for every bee that stung his mouth because he genuinely had bees in his mouth. Um, he had so bees little... in his mouth. Yeah, there's a bit where he has bees coming out of his mouth, and I did. I think I saw either a YouTube thing about it, or I might have read it somewhere. He. Um, yeah, he, he got, like, extra money, basically, every time the, a bee stung his mouth. So it was like, well, kind of worth it <laughs> if you're yeah. not allergic. So, yeah, um... I mean, I mean, bee stings, they're just, like, honestly, they're just, like, big spots that you get. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you're allergic to them, and I assume everybody reacts differently, but it's just, like, a big spot for a few days, in, in my experience, anyway. I don't recall being... I've only been stung by one once when I was about two, and there's, it's on video... Um, because my dad basically gives me some beer. He has a bottle of beer and he's just like, here, have some of this, you'll feel better. Um, <laughs> and I think it's great and I keep having a swig. Um, but yeah, I don't, so I don't, and since then I've been like, I used, I'm not so bad now, but I used to be really scared of them. And like, if there was a beer or a wasp, I'd just run to the other side of like the playground at school and stuff. But I think as I started getting tattoos and stuff, I was like, I cannot be scared of a bee sting when I've literally got like all these bee stings all over me. Like that seems really ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's sort of like uh, i don't get it with people who are scared of needles as well and like yeah. who are he- they're heavily tattooed but they're scared of like getting the blood drawn that's always been strange to to me anyway yeah like don't get me wrong like i get i get nervous on if i'm having like blood taken or something but i find that if i just don't look it's fine if i look and i can see it going yeah. i don't even look when i get a tattoo though to be honest i don't like when i got my sleeve done i didn't look at any of it because i knew that i'd feel the pain more if i could see it yeah but if I don't see I, it, I'm fine. Uh, speaking of pain and tattoo, um, I got a little bit more on my arm done. And speaking of blood donation as well, weird how this has all come together. <laughs> uh, my arm has finally extended up to the uh, inner elbow uh, fold. Ooh, how was that? Yeah. I tell you what, I was shocked at how not painful it was. Really? Yeah, like, because I had a, a little bit of a touch-up on my outer elbow as well, and that hurt more than the crease. I was expecting it to be, like, the worst thing in the world. Um, yeah. But it was, it was, it was okay. Um, That's but, crazy. Yeah, I can't wait until it's, like, fully healed, um, and it is sort of, like, further up stuff there, because I just want to see, I just want to see if a nurse can take blood from that arm anymore. <laughs> like, surely like, they must be able the to. Yeah, if, yeah, if, if, people, yeah, obviously people have this is a podcast. So basically, I'm yeah. Well, I'm getting uh, I'm getting my arm entirely bl- covered in black ink. Uh, it's a very slow process. 
Um, so basically, I will essentially have a solid black arm by the end of it. Um, so yeah, it's just sort of like what. Yeah, they must be used to different skin tones and stuff like that. Obviously not this dark, um, but yeah, I'm sure they'll be able to take some blood. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they will. Like, I signed up for another streaming service this week. Did you? Because, because I thought maybe, maybe five isn't enough, so let's get a sixth one in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's let's lose track. Yeah. It's, honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm losing track of them, to be fair, but... Um, yeah. I think Disney. I think Disney Plus is going to get the chop because there's not much on there. Actually, I tell you really? what. Really? Yeah, Apple TV Plus is the new one that I signed up for, um, okay. and I think I think that might be getting the chop soon. To be honest with you, because there's not there's not much on there, but the stuff that's on there is pretty good. Um, but it's there's not a lot of content on there, uh, which is unfortunate. But shows that are on there that I have been watching is uh, Ted Lasso. Have you heard of this show, Beth? I have not heard of that show, no. Okay, so basically, uh, NBC, the American TV show uh, station, uh, they yep. do Premier League coverage of the English Premier League. So they in- did some adverts where uh, an American football coach comes over to England to coach a um, English soccer team, for lack of a better term. And that was about eight years ago. It was like funny advert, but they've basically expanded that into a full TV show um, where it just takes the premise and it just runs with it. Um, and it's genuinely... Yeah. Are you a fan of BoJack Horseman? Um, not. I haven't seen past, I think, the third season, but yes. Okay. Uh, so it's sort of like BoJack Horseman in that it is hysterically funny, but then very occasionally it will punch you in the gut. Um, but not yeah. in a bad way. Not in a bad way like Bojack Horseman, in a very good and heartwarming way. Um, like, you know, American optimism tends to be. But, um, yeah, it's uh, just coming towards the end of season two um, on that show, and it is absolutely fantastic. Uh, the main guy in it, who is the American guy, um, I think he's played by Jason Secrest, uh, if memory serves, but... He's fantastic, and all the other main characters in it, they're, uh, they're British as well. Um, I would say that even if you're not a fan of football, you should check it out, uh, because football's not really that much of a, a focus on it. Um, it is okay. more of the characters and their interplay, but cannot recommend that show enough. I will mention it to Lewis, because we do. I believe we do have um, a subscription to Apple TV, maybe? Um, yeah, Apparently, if you've got a new Apple device and you register it, you get it for a year for free. Um, so that's how a lot of yeah, people have Lewis it bought, anyway. Yeah, Lewis bought a new phone um, fairly recently, like within the last year. So I think that's yeah. why we've got it. Um, but I don't think we've used it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, as I said, not a lot on there, um, but the stuff that's on there is really good. And I've mentioned it in a previous show. There is a musical called Come From Away. Um, yes, which is about, I've, I've mentioned that to um, Lewis. Yes, okay, cool. So it's about um, planes that get grounded uh, on 9-11 and uh, yeah. how a very small community copes with that. There is a fully filmed version of it that is now available on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, similar, oh, to yeah. how, uh, similar to how Disney Plus did it with Hamilton, it's the same yeah. sort of vibe. Um, it's fantastic. Uh, I've watched it twice already, uh, even though it came out <sighs> three days ago at this point. But um, yeah. I need to go see that musical in person, but I think it might be 
America top, thing. Top two musical of all time for Josh at this point. Um, oh really? Yeah. yeah, it's it's really good. I can't recommend it enough. Um, but... See, I have spoken, I have spoken to Lewis about that one because we and we do want to watch it. So if it is on Apple Apple Plus, that is really good. So we'll watch it. Um, we'll start at Apple Plus and, and yeah. what I tell you, what I sorry. I was just going to say, uh, we've come from away. It's really short as well, because with Hamilton, I think that's just under three hours. This is yeah. just one solid chunk of uh, an hour of 45. And yeah, the time flies in it. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, weirdly, um, I've yeah. also been on my second watch through of, um, a, a, tele- of a, a filmed musical. Um, and it's really bizarre, because the first time I watched it, we watched it when we had a friend over and we weren't sober and we were like, okay, this will be really cool to watch. Um, and it was Shrek the Musical on Netflix. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, and we, we were, at first we were like, oh, this is a bit weird. And then my, my fr- our friend like kind of was like, oh, I don't want to watch this. So me and Louis carried on watching it another day and we loved it. It is so good. Like, you've got to get past the obviously, like, the fart jokes and stuff that are, that are going to be in it. Um, but... The so- it's like yeah. a rock opera. It's really good. Um, like the songs are really good and stuff, and and the the way that they do things, it's just a really good musical. So um, I've started watching that again as my kind of like I like to have. I did I did it with Hamilton, but obviously as Hamilton, I said Hamilton's really long. I like to have a musical that I can keep putting on because I can just listen to it and hear the story while I'm doing other things. So it's it's like yeah. that for me at the minute. Um, and it's yeah, so I I because I love I love film musicals, so I'm very excited to watch um, the one you mentioned as well. Uh, yeah, come from away that one is. Uh, there is also yes. another one that I learned about, and I started watching a you know film film from the back of theater version of it. Yeah, yeah. Which to be honest with you, they are really good. <laughs> the people who do that, like they are doing yeah. a really good service um, for people who can't go to New York to watch musicals, but. Mm. Um, there was a SpongeBob SquarePants musical. Uh, I've heard about this, I think. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you know that it was nominated for as many Tony Awards as Hamilton and was a massive critical Shut success? Up. Yeah. Shut um, up, no, it wasn't. And it's got music. It's got music. <laughs> it's got music and songs in it that were written by. This is not a joke. This isn't a bit. Aerosmith. Okay, I'm listening. Shut up. Flaming Lips, David Bowie. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah, the soundtrack to this, the the songs were written by so many like A-listers on this thing. And um, yeah. That's incredible. I got about halfway through it as the, um, uh, from the film film from Back of Theatre one, then I got distracted by something else. But so far from what I've seen, Really good. And it's not like he's not wearing a silly costume. He's just like, he's just dressed as SpongeBob and has hair. You know what I mean? Like Mr. Krabs, he's just a oh, bloke cool. wearing the outfit and he's got the pincers on. Um, like they look like the characters, but if they were humanized. Uh, so like Patrick Starr that's is wearing a Hawaiian weird, that's shirt. A really good way of doing he it. He has a, like a pink shirt, Hawaiian shirt, and a very uh, large um, pink uh, pompadour to sort of give it yeah. the little. Thing, little tuft from his uh, starfish uh, form, but yeah, so far really good on that one. So definitely check that one out if you if you really want to give a chance on something. Well, that's the thing that, that I am really interested in that. But you mentioned with "Come from Afar," I've got that right on there. Um, uh, away, you mentioned come from that away. With, 
from from away, sorry. Um, you mentioned from, with coming from away before, with it being that you watched it on the recorded version of like in the in the theatre kind of thing, and I said to you then, yeah. I'd rather wait until I can watch it properly so I can get the full experience, and I feel that yeah. that that's happened. That that's been manifested. So yeah. I'm going to manifest it for SpongeBob as well. And I want Apparently, to watch SpongeBob musical. On the Wikipedia page for the SpongeBob musical, they do mention that the Nickelodeon did record a version of it. And they did broadcast it, but I haven't been able to find a copy of it on the internet anywhere. Ooh. So I haven't yeah. done too much research into it, but yeah, um, that might be an option for you there. But I mean, I'm not saying that I won't buy it on DVD if it's available. Like my one, one of my holy grails that I was trying to find in the wild was um, Tom and Jerry does Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And that happened for me. So if I see it in the wild, I'm just going to go ahead and, and take the plunge. No, definitely do, definitely do. But um, speaking of options, would you like to do a vice or shice? I would like to do a vice or shice. Ew. Okay, cool. Uh, so if you <laughs> if you don't know how this works by now, um, I have gone on to vice.com. I've got a bunch of headlines. Two of them are real and one of them I have made up. Beth needs to ascertain which one is vice or shice. Beth, are you ready? I am absolutely ready. Okay, cool. And there's... Uh, there's some obvious themes on this one. One of them, very timely, but there we go. <clears throat> Number one. Influers are getting real jobs now. <laughs> okay. Right. True stories from children of internet famous parents. Right. And MySpace Tom is just a lovely dude. So, one of those is fake, the other two are real. You've done well this week because those <laughs> all sound real. I could justify all of them. Like, the first one, I mean, be influ- being an influencer is a really good way to get into sort of like doing social media jobs for good mm-hmm. companies, so that's completely understandable. Um, the other ones, so what was the second one? Uh, true stories from the children of internet famous parents. Okay. I believe that could be real because especially like, you know, because they'll be like, oh yeah, I was, I was always having photos taken of me and stuff. But I'm going to put a pin in that as maybe the fake one because the third one, Tom the MySpace guy, I have heard, I recently I looked into him and he is like, I think he's like a travel blogger now or something. He's like meant to be this really cool guy. Um, so I'm going to say that number two is the fake one. MySpace Tom is just a lovely dude is the fake one. <laughs> what? Oh, but I heard he was lovely. I mean, he but is. also a travel blogger. He is. Uh, yeah, he took the money from MySpace and just travels the world now. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like I, living hey, a dream. Look, listen, I'm sure he is, but Vice <laughs> haven't written that article about him yet. Well, they should. Uh, yeah, so the influence... Yeah, the influencers are getting real jobs now. From what I had a quick scan of the article, it did look as though it was all social media for companies. Uh, so you yeah. were bang on the money with uh, with your deduction there. Um, but yeah. Uh, number two. Hey, see if you can spot the theme on this one. <clears throat> cool. The woman who lied about being black also lied about surviving 9-11. Uh, do you know what? I believe that's true. That sounds okay. like That sounds like it could be true. Okay. Uh, how 9-11 yeah. became fan fiction canon. Okay. And 
how a flurry of flash games on new grounds captured the grief and anger of 9-11. Okay, I'm going to go with the theme and say the second one is false because the first one I can 100% believe because if you imagine a catfish trying to catfish someone, they could easily pretend to be of a different race and they easily could be like, oh, I've had this tragic thing happen to me um, mm. that you probably heard about and that's like a connection to conform with somebody. <laughs> Um, You've probably heard of nine eleven. It was kind of big at the time. <laughs> yeah, so I was there. That sounds like a very catfish type thing to say. Mm. Um, the third one, what was the third one again? Uh, how a flurry of flash games on new grounds, if you remember that, uh, captured the grief yeah. and anger of nine eleven. That's I, I I believe that games can capture any emotion and help deal with any kind of like... Um, it can help to handle the grief and, and stuff of lots of situations so i believe this one and you're laughing so i bet you've made it up but i fully believe it okay uh so you're going with number two the fan fiction one yeah okay cool that's a true article uh the woman who lied oh, about being behave. black also lied about surviving 9-11 i made up really oh and i believe i was fully believing that one yes i did I th- I figured it would be I figured I'd base it on. Do you remember that Rachel Doze Dozer lady? She was um an advocate for um sort of like African American rights, uh, but it turned out that she had she wasn't black. She was a white lady who just sort of like crimped her hair to make it look more African American and um. Oh, I think I remember that actually. Products. Yeah, there's a Netflix documentary about her. Um, yeah. So I figured I'd try and uh, weave it into there, which obviously worked. So go, Josh. <laughs> And I think I think it's hilarious how you were saying how flash games or games in general can cause trauma because I remember being on the internet around the time of like where you went to Newsground to play the games and there was stuff like you like one of the flash games that I distinctly remember from that time was uh, you take a rifle and you shoot a Bin Laden and he explodes and that's the game and then like an American and that is really therapeutic and it's just sort of like that's know, helping you get that's basically a healthy way of being like okay we know you have anger here's like a little outlet for your anger that may may help you deal with that emotion for a little bit it's just like a silly way yeah. of just distracting you and 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 essentially it's the classic thing of when something is truly awful and terrible we make jokes about it because that's how we deal yeah absolutely Oh, there were so many Flash cartoons and stuff. Um, yeah, it was mad. It was mad. I was kind of hoping, because with like, what happened in um, Afghanistan, uh, with the Taliban taking over the government over there recently, I was thinking, like, oh, are we going to get like a new wave of like these weird like Flash cartoons, like anti-Taliban uh, Flash t- cartoons? Uh, but obviously, Flash isn't <laughs> a thing anymore. Uh, so, probably not. <laughs> no. Anyway, and uh, I'm got, also what... not convinced that that people would want to. <laughs> yeah, also it, that it could as be well. risky to do it. Yeah, especially yeah, especially if you're in the country there, of course. But anyway, uh, well, let's see if you can get the theme on this one. It's just as depressing. Um, can you hear the ice cream van? By the way, is that I was thinking? Is that like a really old like Nokia phone, like a thirty three ten ringing? I'll, no, it's I'll an ice cream van. Okay, yeah, it's the one that goes around Bramley. It always plays the match of the day theme. piss off there we go okay (laughs) it's 5 to 12 who who was having an ice cream at 5 to 12 of a Sunday hey look they've got to make money that's true got to get Mm. that ice cream money somewhere Mm -hmm. ice cream's going to melt got to sell it 
Yeah, exactly. What? Anyway. <laughs> Beth hasn't heard of refrigeration on a van, but there we go. It's a it's a bad business. It's just you buy something and then it melts until you sell it. That's my understanding. Mm. <laughs> I, right. There's a tangent there, but we'll we'll go on there a little bit later on. But, um, so the last one there is... Um, so the first one is neo-Nazi rapper known as the far-right Weird Al arrested. Cool. I hope that's true. Uh, Neo-Nazi on the run for Capitol Riot offences <laughs> is found by Facebook paedophile hunter group. Fully believe that. And they are absolutely in there. And the last one is Neo-Nazi was behind the Walmart mass shooting plot. Bit Ooh. heavy for this segment, isn't it? Those new stories actually thinking about it. <laughs> Jesus, Josh. Right, um, I'm going to say the third one is fake, but I could believe all of them. Yeah, um, that one is true. There was apparently a, a, a mass shooting in Walmart plot. Didn't look into it, just saw the headline and thought, okay. boom, we've got the money there. Uh, the one that was false was uh, the neo-Nazi on the run for capital right offences is found by paedophile based uh, paedophile uh, hunter group. I fully believe that because they love a good hunt. In my head, that seemed so unbelievable <laughs> that really, that, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't. Oh th- no, I I took it as I I took it could happen. I don't think those paedophile hunting groups exist in America. I think it's all like um, what's it called? Do they not? I mean, obviously they've got like those TV shows like To Catch a Predator and stuff, but I didn't think it, there was like a homegrown yeah, yeah. community thing for it. Um, at least I'm far as well. Might be wrong. Who knows? But yeah. Oh, well, I assumed that they would have them in America the way that they do like other places, but. I mean, they're probably. Oh, fair enough. I mean, I suspect they do, but I've, I've never heard of them there, but I, I'm going to look into that afterwards. Oh, wait, no, there was a YouTuber who got done by it. Yeah. Hang on. Oh, I can't remember his yes, name. Yes, there anyway. was. I remember. Oh, no, I thought it was Do you remember it? Do you remember anyway, this one? Okay. It was... I can't... I can't remember his name. He was a... He was a black dude from Chicago. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was uh, done recently by one of those groups, but... Yeah. No, I'm and thinking of a different time, one, yeah. I think. I think I'm thinking of one in in England again, so, no, I've... I've that was a YouTuber. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm thinking of England. Okay, no worries there. But anyway. Um, <laughs> so, none out of uh, them... <laughs> Sorry, Did really Beth. well. Hey, look, listen, it's just... You, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. It's fact. I usually do this about is this well. So I mean, sometimes I might get one. You usually get and that's that's a nice little treat. Usually you get one. Yeah, usually you get one, <laughs> which is nice. But uh, there we go. Uh, you need to start doing some of these for me because I feel as though um, you might be able to like do me big time in this game. You know what I mean? But there we go. Okay, I'll start looking. But the thing is, I won't look on Vice because if I look at Vice, then there's a chance <gasps> that you'll have been looking as well. Yeah, you could. Uh, Daily Mail, they have some ridiculous headlines. I'm going to find one. I'm going to go and find like a. a re- but I'm going to find something like. Oh, do you know what I might look at? Fox News. The Leeds News website. Not oh, the Leeds News website. Yes. Telegraph and Argos, they usually have some absolute gems there sometimes. The Bradford yeah. one, but there you go. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll basically, I'll do local news. That's I'll good. I'll look into I, local news. I never pay attention to local news anyway, so that's good. 
well, Louis reads Lee's list like on whatever all the time because um, yeah. he just like he's interested in what they put out there is by being Lee's news. So he, yeah, that's fine. I can totally do that. Okay, no worries there. Okay, cool. And uh, yeah, I think we'll uh, wrap that up for this episode. So thanks very much for joining us, everybody. Uh, Beth, how can they follow you on the social media? Uh, they can follow me on um, Instagram and TikTok. I am at Beth Fang Lily. So Beth as in me, Fang as in teeths, and Lily as in the flower. And I am at you Lizard make, Thumb. Oh, you on... make, I was like, what you're doing then? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a blooming flower. Um, I'll, I'll okay, like to okay. use my hands sometimes to visualise stuff. But uh, yes, um, I am at <laughs> Lizard Thumb on all social media. Uh, you can subscribe to this podcast, iTunes, Spotify, um, wherever you get podcasts, we're there probably. Uh, Spotify seems to be the one uh, that is by far the most popular way we uh, get this. So give us a a follow on there, I believe it's called, but there we go. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so that'll be it from us. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us, and uh, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye!